in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. Wherever you are and where, whenever you're listening to this, we are doing a live show. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. From now on, we will be doing a live show on Friday, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 Central, because we will be expanding Spouting Off, and I will be telling you about that in the weeks to come. You know, you know what they say, if you got to keep moving, because if you don't keep moving, you'll be standing still and then you'll be dead. God forbid. This is a very unique day and we hope this will be a very special show. I know that's what they all say on a very special show of um, uh, Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> well, on a very special show of Spouting Off. It happens to be the traditional day for tax day, April 15th, even though for some reason the government keeps changing the rules and April 15th ought to be the day, but they changed it this year to Monday, uh, 18th, April 18th. But it's so much more than that. It's Maybe it's because today is Good Friday for the Christians, Sunday is Easter, for the Christians and tonight at sundown, April 15th, Friday. And what was good Friday for the Christians? <laughs> I keep saying that is Passover. And of course the Christians do, uh, uh, accept that part of the Bible. And so I decided for this very special episode of spouting off to have a very good friend of mine, who I'll bring on uh, after the first commercial break. His name is Gary Jeff Walker. He has me on almost every week on his program. We have developed a friendship. He is a Christian, and I figured, you know, a Christian and a Jew sitting around talking about Good Friday, Easter, and Passover, and April 15th. Two conservative talk shows. It ought to be fun. If you're listening live, you're welcome to call in at 800 800- Six two seven six zero zero eight. But if not, if you're happening to listen on the podcast, which many many people do, uh, you are welcome to write in to email me at Karen at KarenCataline.com because I love the interaction. Yes, I do. That's what makes talk radio such a uh, uh, an immediate kind of medium. It's the most immediate medium say that fast five times so before we get to gary jeff walker and we will be talking about passover and i'm going to talk a little bit about it right now i've been here you know when i do a lot of radio during the week and i do a lot and i'm blessed to be able to do as much radio as i do for a variety of different people i fill in and then i do uh two more episodes of spouting off Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on 1590 AM WSMN 
and 95.3 FM. <clears throat> As I told you, we will be expanding some of those stations, but that's our home base on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We don't expect you to follow all that. Just go to my website, KarenCataline.com. But when I talk to these various guests throughout the week, and it, and it is a pleasure and an honor to do that, <clears throat> they talk about some pretty disturbing stuff because we're living in disturbing times. Liberty is under attack, not just in this country, but around the world in formerly free countries. You know that. I don't have to tell you that. It sounds a little like network. You know things are bad. I don't have to tell you things are bad. (laughs) I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Well, guess what? That movie was in the 70s and here we are pretty mad as hell, but it's hard to know what to do about it. All right. So when I talk to guests, um, I spoke to one this past week who talked about another piece of this puzzle of globalism, of uh, Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset. We talk about that a lot. Conservatives are very much up on this. And they're not hiding it. It's not like what they're trying to do to all of us. I mean, do you recall voting for any of this? I don't. I didn't vote for it. I don't think anybody did. There's an awful lot that is being imposed upon us. And uh, that's the reason it feels like we're being done to instead of represented. Because we are. And so transhumanism is another piece of this puzzle. Because as we learn about these Marxist, uh, uh, narcissistic people uh, who are deciding what life is going to look like for humans on this planet in the years and decades to come uh, with no respect whatsoever for individual uh, free will, mastery, freedom, liberty, all the things America was founded to preserve. We hear about this thing called transhumanism, and I want to talk about it for just a minute because it has everything to do with this weekend, this holy week, when Passover and Easter and all the rest converge, including, let's remember, the religious pluralism, which we'll talk about, that has made uh, America so great. America does not sponsor or advocate a religion. America's job is to protect and preserve people's religious freedom, and that too is under attack. So what about this transhumanism we're talking about? Well, Apparently, the way the guest explained it to me, and I could find her name, I'd have to go back, but you can look on my website for past shows. Forgive me, I don't have it in front of me. I talk to a lot of guests. And she described transhumanism, which I'd never heard of before too much. I've heard the term, but I said, well, explain what that is. Transhumanism is the merging of man and machine. Apparently, these people who have deemed themselves our betters, not only, as I've been saying for a long time, they want to be God in their universe and in ours, but they want to create immortality through, I guess, I haven't studied it a lot because I find it demonic, whatever you conceive demonic to be, they want to be immortal by merging with machine. And that means to control and decide who lives and who dies, 
not their purview, but they're taking it anyway, uh, taking away individual freedom and rights. We know that. <clears throat> and I got to thinking about how many things have been, you should pardon me, marketed to the public based on their fear of death. How about that? The promise of immortality is a very strong one. Uh, the promise of immortality is promised by Christians. You know, believe this and you'll have everlasting life. Uh, I, as a Jew, do not accept that. But viva la difference. I'm glad that there are differences, religious differences. There's a wonderful book uh, by Ernest Becker called The Denial of Death. And it's all about what human beings will do and do do to deny their own mortality. So it's a pretty powerful thing to say, if you do not accept what I believe, you will not, you will, or rather, if you do do, if you do this, if you accept this, if you believe this, if you put millions and millions of dollars into longevity, which people I think like Zuckerberg and others who have money to burn are giving money to corporations in San Francisco and other places, research places to give them everlasting life. And I just thought, how interesting. Wouldn't it be funny if all of these very bad guys who have been who watched way too many bad sci-fi movies when they were growing up were enticed to go along with the Great Reset with the promise of living forever, quote, transhumanism, the same as the Christians do, who they hate and despise so much. Isn't that amazing? So the promise of everlasting life, and by the way, don't get me wrong, uh, Judaism in its most pure theological uh, uh, thing, and it's quite rich and complicated, believes in life after death. So many and most religions do, as, but Jews don't focus an enormous amount about it, but we, we do believe, our, our people do believe in everlasting life uh, because it's pretty hard uh, and we're not going to go down that path. But it is fascinating that the people who are doing unbelievably uh, authoritarian dictatorship types things, type of things, with their money and power in order to advance the great, great reset and transhumanism, which is evil in my opinion, because it's like a lot of things. There doesn't seem to be any brackets, any boundaries around what humans think they can do to be God. Well, we are going to talk a lot about, again, some of the core issues and beliefs that are being celebrated this very weekend. And among the Ten Commandments that were given, and here's a really interesting fun fact I heard this morning, the Jewish people, this is a holiday of liberty, Exodus. Jews and Gentiles alike love and, and do listen and, and understand the story of Exodus, the Jewish people being freed from slavery, from bondage by God himself with an outstretched arm. That's what we celebrate on Passover. And that is what Jesus was supposed said to have been celebrating 
at the Last Supper. I'm not a Christian. Our Christian will be coming up to talk more about that. Uh, And guess what? It was 3,333 years this year that the Jewish people were said to have been delivered from slavery out of Egypt 3,333 years ago this year. How about that? Now, I heard that and read that uh, with a video that I was watching from Chabad. It's one of the places I'm studying Judaism these days. But I thought that was an extremely interesting idea. It's kind of like it only comes around so significantly. Next year, it'll be 3,334 years. <laughs> but the fact that it's 3333 three, three, and it's all falling on the same weekend, as you know, uh, Passover and all Jewish holidays are done on the lunar calendar. So very often, Passover is way, quote, early, <laughs> earlier than Easter. Sometimes it's after Easter because we're on the lunar calendar. This year, they're coinciding on the same darned weekend. How about that? And the reason this is so significant is because bit by bit, as we watch some of the most disturbing things happen in our lifetime, the attack on free speech, just basic fundamental free expression, the attack on the justice system, the attack on religious freedom, on freedom of the press, um, and uh, the attack on the press being the fourth uh, estate to actually check government, uh, the centralization of power, uh, America's sovereignty being under attack, the southern border and immigration law being trashed, um, different rules for different people based on whether or not you're a political foe or friend. These are an anathema to what our founders believed uh, about what a country should be that preserves individual liberty. The, the attack on individual liberty, the attack on personal responsibility. If you look at it at its core, these are all the things currently and then some that are under attack. Now, as an aside, because I have only a couple more minutes in this first segment, trying to get a lot in as a kind of a primer to the discussion we're going to have for the rest of the program. And again, you can, if you're calling in live, I mean, if you're listening live on Friday, April 15th at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, you can call in at uh, 1-888-627-6008. Is that right? 6008. Um, as a former president of the Jewish Republicans of Colorado, for years we used to do an Independence Day Seder. Now, I want to explain this before our guest comes on and get that, uh, make sure I did that. A Seder, for those of you who don't know, that we're going to have tonight, and Jews do it for the first two nights when they don't live in Israel. That's another story for another time. Uh, the Seder is a festive meal that tells a story. And a Seder uh, is really for kids to teach them the story of the Exodus, to teach them the story of being delivered from slavery by God. Now, 
you know, we didn't have uh, Amazon publishing. So our people for 3,333 years had to tell the story through a festive meal meal, and for symbolic foods that symbolize parts of the story. And it was explained to me once that this is the ingesting, I love that really, of the Passover story. This is the ingesting of the story to the next generation. And it is so geared towards children that there are games to be played during Passover. The little kids ask questions in the Passover. The youngest asks questions. And in fact, there's a hide-and-seek game. Uh, and then there's a prize. I mean, these are the ways to teach kids to give them a rich and sweet and happy experience of what it was to learn liberty and the Jewish people. Why would it be, would it have been up until now and is still so needed to have a, an Independence Day Seder to teach Americans? What would it have been like if we had a tradition along with the hot dogs and hamburgers and along with the um, fireworks on the 4th of July to have a, an Independence Seder that would teach children about the founding of America, the celebration of liberty, the celebration of individual freedom. And even during the Exodus, the law was given, which means you have freedom under the law and you can break it if you want. But guess what? You get to accept the consequences as an adult for uh, making the choices you make. Doesn't that make an enormous amount of sense. You do not have to be a rocket scientist to understand <laughs> that equal justice under the law ought to be applied to everyone. That people, there's an old, it's not really a joke. Why do Jews wear a kippah, a, a small thing? Why do Jews cover their head? Why do male Jews cover their heads? It's called a yarmulke or a kippah. Why? To remember that there is a God above him and he ain't it. Well, apparently, <clears throat> people who deem themselves our betters, who are uh, drunk with power in this country, probably ought to be wearing some kind of a hat so they can remember there's a God above him or her and they ain't it. Because right now, that is what tyranny is people who appoint themselves like N Napoleon did emperor and they get to decide other people's lives. This is an anathema to the Bible. And that's why people of faith are so very much hated by this current bunch of leftists. Well, guess what? I'm going to have to keep it, leave it there. So that's my little monologue for uh, Holy Weekend Friday. It's also Cash Friday. Don't forget that. When we come back, we're going to welcome Gary Jeff Walker, and we're going to continue this discussion on Holy Week Weekend. You're listening to Spouting Off here on BBS Radio and the K-Star Radio Network. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Catalina. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. That's right, only $29.98. That's the lowest price ever. I tried every pillow from expensive down pillows that just went flat to fiber fill pillows that rebound every time you move your head. I even tried those memory foam pillows and the curve did not match my neck and it probably won't match yours. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. My pillow has a 10 year warranty, it's machine washable and dryable. And I back them with my 60 day money back guarantee. Call or go online now to take advantage of my best offer ever. Use the promo code to get queen size premium my pillows regularly $69.98 for only $29.98. Get king size my pillows for just $5 more. It's the lowest price ever. This is a limited time offer and not available in stores. Don't delay, order now. With our 60 day money back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. And now, more spouting off with Karen Cataline. Well, welcome back. I This is Karen Cataline, and we are celebrating and looking forward to a combination of dates and events that are all converging this weekend Tax Day, which we never celebrate, Uh, Good Friday, which is today, Easter, which is Sunday, Passover, which is tonight. Very rare do they all converge on the same weekend since we're on the lunar calendar. And it is the 3,333rd year that Jews, uh, since Jews were uh, uh, brought out of the land of Egypt and that's what is known as the Exodus. I'm going to bring on right now somebody so special, has become a true friend, and this is one of the great joys of talk radio. This is a longtime veteran of talk radio, talk radio host on one of the on probably the greatest talk radio station with history beyond compare, WLW, 700WLW in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. God, is it Cincinnati? His name is Gary Jeff Walker. I do his program almost every week as a guest, and I'm so delighted to have him on as a guest on my program, Spouting Off. Welcome, Gary Jeff Walker, to the program. I love the, uh, the, uh, the ability to be with you today, my good Jewish sister, on the <laughs> eve of Passover, just hours away from Passover, it's sunset yeah. this evening, and of That's course right. it is Good Friday for us Christians and Easter Sunday, and there are so many, there are so many, I, I think, uh, parallels 
to things that are going on today. If you look from a Christian perspective at what Jesus was doing and what got him in trouble with the Jewish Pharisees and the Romans was that he had started movement that was anti-establishment. He was preaching a message that the Romans and, uh, and many of the Pharisees did not want preached at the time, that God was a God of love and that it was time to repent for your sins and that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And for that, he got the death sentence. You think about all of the people who are getting, well, a draconian kind of punishments and persecution for just preaching a different message than the establishment wants people to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the most incredible stories in the Bible, I think, and there are so many incredibles. The story of Passover alone, the story of Exodus that you mentioned at the top of this uh, this segment, Karen, uh, mm-hmm. So many incredible stories, but the story of the possibility of life after death, if you just follow Jesus' path, and that, you know, there's a famous line, a famous verse in the Bible that says, uh, the only way to gain your life is to lose your life. And that doesn't mean that you've got to martyr yourself or that you need to be crucified to join the kingdom of heaven through belief in Jesus Christ, what it means is you have to forget about what the world is telling you and what the world dictates to you. You've got to understand and learn what God is telling you to do. And that's a difficult thing to do. Uh, Another verse says the the way of the wicked is wide and the path to glory is very narrow and it's a tough road to hoe. But if you have faith, then you make that walk. I'm still on that journey, and I'm not there yet, and I don't know that I'll get there until the day I die, but I'm going to continue following that path that Jesus had trod and had uh, blazed the trail for uh, some 2,000 years ago, uh, because that's my belief system. And you, as a Jewish person, you understand that the traditions, you know, whether you follow them exactly uh, or not, the traditions are important to your faith. And I, this is a weekend all about faith. Uh, yeah. And hopefully that extends to the rest of your, your walk in your life. But just an incredible story and the pain and suffering. I don't know if it, most of us have seen the incredible movie Passion of the Christ, which Mel Gibson uh, directed and produced and starred Jim Caviezel as Jesus. Uh, that story alone... <clears throat> kind of gives you a picture. And you say, well, movies, you know, they're, they are poetic license, and there are things done for dramatic effect. But this is what Romans did when they were going to crucify somebody. The walk up to Calvary Hill, and the, the, from Gethsemane to the top of that hill where they nailed him up, after he had carried it for miles through the streets of, of Jerusalem. And then, you know, along the way, he was beaten. There's, there's a term called he was scourged. If you understand what the definition of the word scourged means, it means basically beaten and bloodied to within an inch of your life. A lot of people who were going to the cross died on the way. They didn't even die on the cross. They died on the way because of the beating that the Romans were giving them along the way. And that's part of the Christian faith is that Jesus suffered. I mean, suffered like you would not believe suffered for the sins of all mankind. You know, uh-huh. uh, it's 
it's just such an important weekend for Christians. Easter is, and I know Passover is very precious to Jews. Well, and and well, you you as a Christian, um, you know, it's part of the book, the uh, the story of the G- the Jews going out of Egypt. Uh, so yeah. people like to watch the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. And I was oh, studying yeah. with I was studying with one person some years ago who said, if you liked the movie, you should read the book <laughs> because <laughs> the book is that God spoke to all the Jewish people at Mount Sinai, not just. Moses. That being said, however, the significance of people of faith being, and that means Christians and Jews standing together and recognizing and proclaiming, kind of like Hebrew National, that we answer to a higher authority. Yes, we're law-abiding citizens. We're more law-abiding than the people that they're trying to give a pass to who burned down Wendy's, for example. But the People of faith in America and around the world, in the, I'm sorry to say, free, uh, formerly free Western world, not completely slave yet, but we're going in that direction, uh, present a particularly uh, 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 big threat to some of these people who have compl- uh, proclaimed themselves as God in their universe and in ours. So well, you know what, would Karen, wax here, philosophic relevant, about that. Here's here's a, a relevant story to people uh-huh. of faith being persecuted by uh, the establishment, by the state. Uh, I saw this story just this morning. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party is using unrestricted warfare to target leading performance arts company, performing arts company Shenyong, which I travels all across the country. They're based in upstate New York. And the Communist Chinese Party has been targeting them, uh, threatening them. They've been doing more than threatening. They've been sabotaging their buses that they travel in because these people from Shenyang are members of a faith. And I'm trying to find the name of the faith. Is it Fulong it's a, Gong? It's a, yes, yes. And, I did not and, know that the dancers were Fulong Gong. They have yeah. suffered. I saw the article, but I didn't know... The Chen Yun was Fulan Gong. Um, they are most seriously persecuted in in China. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, the 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 uh, theme of this year's Chen Yun performances is China before communism. And you know the uh. Communist Chinese Party they want to say that the Chinese culture is socialism, which of course is not true at all. Right. And so they are persecuting members of this particular faith. It doesn't matter if it's any faith that you believe in, any belief system you have yes. that does not put the government, the state, the establishment at the top of the pecking order of their uh, of their lives, then that's a threat to them. Whether yeah. it's Christianity, whether it's Judaism, whether it's the Uyghur Muslims in China, which, as we know, more than a million, perhaps as many as two million are being enslaved and, and killed just for having uh, their Muslim faith. It, people of any kind of faith should relate to this story and understand how serious the threat is to life itself, not just tradition, but it's a threat to any kind of freedom to you know, freely celebrate and practice your faith that has nothing to do with the state. This is so important, Gary Jeff Walker, that you brought this out because we are here talking 
about the convergence of of Passover, Good Friday, Easter, <laughs> and to a much lesser extent, <laughs> April 15th and tax day, Cash Friday, all on this day and this weekend. And I'm going to go even broader because these times seem to be bringing people either to God or away from God. It, it, it appears yep. as if people are being asked to choose. Are you going to choose light or are you going to choose darkness? And that doesn't mean we all have to agree on God as we can see, we, we perceive him to be. It, what it means is that we are accountable to something greater than ourselves and it ain't man. All right. Nope. And, and, and communism has always been threatened by people of faith. Uh, the Jews were per persecuted in pogroms in, in the, the beginnings of the old Soviet Union, right? Every communist country around the world has been threatened and has tried to put down religion, burn Bibles, uh, you name it. So speak to this whole question, because we've got this wonderful time together, about how people Ultimately, what we are watching, I think, it's it's hard to imagine we're alive to watch it, a kind of a uh, a war between good and evil. Can we say that? Well, this is also biblical, Karen. It's the separating of the wheat from the chaff, as it is talked about in in the Holy Bible and in, in the Word of God. The the actual what you just talked about, people are being forced to choose between the light and the darkness, good and evil. And the Bible prophesied that there would come a time near the end time when people would be forced to make that decision. Either you're going to go with God or you're going to go with man, with secular humanism. And secular humanism is not a big fan of people going with God. So you're going to see this ratcheted up Hello? even more as we get I closer and closer to the, oh, shoot. the, the end point. I think we lost our, our guest. Well, Mr. Producer, can we get our guest back? Because I think here. we lost him. I'm still, I'm still uh, here. That happens, still, you know. I'm Just when we're having you. so much fun here. Or maybe it's me I, and I can't be heard. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hearing you fine. Um, I'm, I'm now, hearing you fine, Gary. Are we on? Am I on? Hello? I, I'm I'm talking to you right now, Karen. Okay, I hear nothing out of my microphone. I hear okay. nothing. Hello, hello, hello. Right. I am still here. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I'm on, but I guess our guest. Oh, you hear I, me, I'm and I'm here. sitting here going testing, testing, testing. But I do not hear the guest. Okay. This has not happened for a while yet. Um, why don't you have? I think it's on, it could be on my end. So, Mr. Producer, thank you. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. 
For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. That's right, only $29.98. That's the lowest price ever. I tried every pillow from expensive down pillows that just went flat to fiber fill pillows that rebound every time you move your head. I even tried those memory foam pillows and the curve did not match my neck and it probably won't match yours. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. My pillow has a 10 year warranty, it's machine washable and dryable. And I back them with my 60 day money back guarantee. Call or go online now to take advantage of my best offer ever. Use the promo code to get queen size premium my pillows regularly $69.98 for only $29.98. Get king size my pillows for just $5 more. It's the lowest price ever. This is a limited time offer and not available in stores. Don't delay, order now. With our 60 day money back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Well, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. We are back with Gary Jeff Walker, but we, we're going to go right through the break. Is that okay, Mr. Producer? Because we had a little burp, a little uh, thing. Hey, it's Holy Weekend. Uh, why don't you pick up where you, you left off, because I didn't hear you, Gary Jeff Walker, talking about how people are making a decision to go yes. with God or go with man, to go with light or to go with darkness. Go ahead and, uh, and uh, uh, well, catch again, me up, uh, I guess. Karen, uh, the Bible prophesied that there would come a time when we, as people, would have to make a choice between good and evil, between light and darkness, between God or man. And the again, as you so astutely mentioned earlier, is that these, these governments, like the Chinese Communist Party government, like any communist government, they want to be considered as God. And we have a point, and there's a, a great great group. They're not a majority, but there is a great amount of people, even in this country, who believe that government is always the answer, and government is spelled with a capital G, and that means that government is God. And so mm. it's, not just, it's just, not just the Communist Chinese Party that, that is opposing our faith. It is, at times, the very people we elected to preserve our country and our way of life that are telling us, no, you should turn away, turn your back on faith. And that's the dangerous thing. That's why you see all these people. And right. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not trying to elevate Elon Musk as, as one person for being a godlike character or a good character even, but the fact that there is someone who is challenging the mainstream, the establishment, the swamp, the leftists, the Marxists in our society, they are raising all kinds of pardon my language, hell, over the fact mm -hmm. that Elon Musk may actually open up the pipeline of information via takeover of Twitter again. I, well, and I it's heard. clear they don't want that to happen, just like they don't no. want people to see what they're really for. Um, they, they well, if you stop the, the lie, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. No, it's all right. You, you're on a roll. 
question to... If you stop the lie that the Ron DeSantis, not that I want to go down this path too far, but that that the bill is not a don't say gay bill, but a pro, uh, it is an anti-child uh, grooming bill, sexualizing children, then suddenly it it's quite clear what they're for. They're for tyranny. They're for authoritarianism. And they don't want a free, uh, free and open exchange of ideas. You can't have tyranny without it. If you've got the liberty and free expression, then you can't have what they want. They've got to put that down. Well, I mean, the sexualization of children, which is what they're really after, they're not about trying to support oh. transgender rights or or alternative lifestyle rights of people. They're trying to age inappropriate sexualized children. It's pornographic. The people who are behind this are the yeah. same people who are behind uh, same people who are behind NAMBLA, the same people who are behind these yeah. organizations that think that, you know, twelve year old can be uh, an age of consent. And if they start grooming them at the age of five, then yes, that becomes possible. But it, it, it's more than sex. It's not about sex. It is about the degradation and the total elimination of our societal structure, of the nuclear family, of, of traditions, of American values and Christian and Jewish values and values of people of faith. You know, they would never, they would never let this garbage be taught in communist China. In communist China, they're teaching their boys to be masculine, to be strong, while at the same time supporting people they're emasculating who are ours. To, the left is to, emasculating yes. our boys, making uh, them hate it's, themselves it's, or or making making them into eunuchs. I mean, a, yes, it's, it's a psycho, it's a psychological castration that they're looking for. Because of course, without strong God. men in a society, and I'm not trying to sound like a misogynistic or uh, I'm sexist no, at all. No, you are Men are supposed to be the leaders of families, of society. The women have their role, absolutely, and their role is to what be. Uh, if if you're going to continue the species, the women's role is to be that birthing person that we keep hearing about all this time. <laughs> the birthing person, right? Yeah, the birthing person. As if a biological male has a uterus or or a fallopian tubes or any any way to conceive and carry a child, which of course, no. Uh, so yeah, but all of this is is absolutely designed to take down faith, to take down family, to take down the things that make our society work. So they can they can rebuild with their own societal vision. That's what it's about. Well and and what you're describing is many people think are are just a conspiracy theory because how could we be watching something this this destructive and this horrific and yet, what you're describing, you could do a laundry list of everything that has made this country great, everything that has given peace, prosperity, and joy around the world, the United States of America, and that's what's under attack. Anything that has made America good. So when you said degradation, 
They have been degrading our culture for decades, taking away personal responsibility, taking away decency, taking away uh, respect for uh, equal justice under the law and the like. So if people don't see that our country and our culture is under attack, they ain't watching. The question is, in our last so 15 minutes on this holy week, even with the glitches, <laughs> is what can we, should we be doing to strengthen ourselves and to, uh, to make this weekend extra special uh, in the face of the adversity that we are now facing? Well, number one is don't back down. Don't back down on what you believe. And I don't care what it is you believe. Do not back down. Don't, don't, do not let anyone tell you that they know better than you and that, you know, I had a situation that I also work as a bartender. So let me give you this real brief uh -huh. story. I had, a, I had a young man come in that I'd seen probably a year or two ago, and he had just gotten married, and he looked really, really lost sitting there at the bar drinking a beer. And I said, uh -huh. Austin, it's good to see you. It's been a long time. What's going on? He said, well, I, I lost my father a couple of months ago. I said, oh, that's awful. I'm so sorry. He said, and my wife just got killed in a car wreck about two weeks ago oh. with our one-month-old in the car. The one-month-old is fine. But he was saying that a, a local pastor came up to him, to his door, after she was pronounced dead and coming to visit and ask if his wife was a believer. And he said, no, not to my knowledge. He goes, well, that's a shame since you'll be going to hell. And I said, yeah. you know what? That doesn't sound like a man of God to me. That sounds like somebody who is, but what I'm telling you is that there are all kinds of, of bad messages. There are all kinds of reasons that people turn away from their faith, but you have to remain strong. And whatever, whatever your faith is based on, whether it's Christianity and it's the Bible, or you're Jewish and it's the Torah, you're Muslim, you know, go back and make sure you put on the armor of your faith and reinvest yourself in your faith so you will be able to stand strong and not back down when they come to your door demanding that you give your faith up. That's, that's something that everyone can do. Are we brave enough to do it? Do we have the faith to do it? Do we believe what we believe? And that's an important question that everyone must ask themselves. And yeah. you know what? It, it, it is... Be, if you have faith beyond the shadow of a doubt, if you want to take it to a jurisprudence parlance, then if you have, you know, if there's, if there's no doubt at all, then by God, stick to your guns, stick to your faith, and don't let anyone tell you that, no, you can't do that because uh, we know better. I, I'm just, I'm so convinced that this is a time for courage. This is a time for fighting. This is a time, and I don't mean necessarily kinetic fighting, but you know what I mean. This is a time of psychological warfare. This is a time of diabolical influences. 
that are trying to tear society down. And I wanted to, I wanted to ask you something else. Do you know if other like European nations are having kindergartners taught about transgenders uh, or transsexuals in their classroom, uh, five to eight years old, when a kid should just be a kid. And if those lessons need to be taught, they should be taught by the parents on their belief value system and not. Yeah, but that's under attack too. The fact that your, your children are your own and your responsibility I'll tell you what, Gary, Jeff, apropos to what you're saying, I heard only recently, I read that the Chinese uh, were able to get uh, a movie company to take out a transgender or a a homosexual character in one of the big movies because they demanded to do it. So the Americans would take orders from the Chinese, but if any American said, I don't want a uh, you know this kind of uh, a transgender character being inculcated in a movie series uh they would have been called anti-trans they would have been drummed out of civil society this is the kind of intellectual dishonesty and inconsistency that we are facing on a deadly on a daily basis today but again again my point karen is that i don't see or hear about any great push in France or Italy or England for all yes. of this stuff. Uh, occasionally you'll see a story that comes out about it, but they are well, they're already there though, aren't they? Aren't they already well, there? I don't know that. I don't know that, but they are concentrating on the United States because when and if the United States falls, then they have free run. Oh. I'm talking about the communist Chinese. I'm talking about the globalist who want to control yes. through one world government, everything that goes on and every decision that's, that's made, true. and what people believe and what they don't believe. And just remember this, folks, too, that one person's truth is another person's misinformation. We've heard that term so much as it regards Twitter and social media and things being blocked and people put in in uh, Facebook jail and all this other garbage that's going on that is true censorship by the left, not by the right, but by the left. Yeah. Um, you 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 can't you can't back down and 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 Elon Musk you know again he's not my hero but gosh I love what he's trying to do to open up the f- flow of free information all views so people can get their truth out uh, you know during COVID and during all these of its climate change it's it's all disinformation. But that's being regarded as truth by the left, and any other information that goes against that grain is considered disinformation or misinformation instantly and taken off. They, they can't right. if, if the message if the message of of the truth that we know actually is allowed to get out and allowed to be widespread, you know, it's time for us to do a little indoctrination because the left has been doing indoctrination as they're trying in the classrooms and. Uh, Thankfully, there is pushback. People are deciding, and I see it more and more. Of course, it's mostly right now based on the economy and based on the fact that people are just absolutely beside themselves of how they're going to keep their heads above water, thanks to the Biden administration Mm -hmm. and, and all the moves the leftists have made. But people are pushing back, like they did in Virginia, like they're doing in Florida, like they're doing in Texas, like they're doing in the state which you live. 
they're trying to mm-hmm. do it here in the state I live in, in, in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I live in northern Kentucky, mm-hmm. right across the river from greater Cincinnati. And uh, there is pushback. And, and we're having some success. So you don't give up. You keep on fighting the fight. You keep on and, and, and keep your faith strong. Yeah. This, uh, truer words have never been spoken. And it's so important. Uh, we're about to wrap up. Um, I want everybody to know this is a really special guy, Gary Jeff Walker. Been doing talk radio for 25 years. Christian man who loves his work, helps people even, you know, in his other job in the bar, but he's Hello? been working for 700 WLW forever. Thanks, Karen. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you and listen to your show because you do some fun stuff on the radio. Well, uh-huh. uh, I, I have a Saturday morning show that I do on 700WLW. You can get it streaming at 700WLW.com. And there should be podcasts posted there. It's Saturday mornings from 530 to 9 Eastern. That's the show I've been doing for 25 years. And I occasionally, uh, now that the Reds are playing baseball, I don't have as many night shows as I did. But uh, a random Monday or Tuesday night, uh, you can catch me from 9 to midnight on 700 WLW with a show called The Nightcap. And again, the podcasts are available through our station website. Well, great. I wish you such a happy and healthy Easter and a happy I wish you a wonderful I wish you a wonderful Passover. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I treasure our friendship. I do. Thanks I do for well. joining us. God I'm gonna wrap up Adelaide. the show and uh and you take care. Thank All you. All right. Take care, baby. I wish everybody uh a happy and healthy holy weekend but also to use this time to strengthen your faith, as Gary Jeff Walker said, whatever you conceive it to be. And and regardless of our differences, many of us are being asked to choose between the light and the darkness, to be to choose between individual freedom, consent of the governed, and goodness versus tyranny. We're at a crossroads in this country. And uh, hopefully this weekend, this convergence uh, weekend will will mark the beginning of the resurgence of the people, consent of the governed. It's never good for a tiny number of people to rule over others. It never ends well. Thanks to Doug for helping me through the uh, vicissitudes of broadcasting. And uh, we'll come back next week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday here on Spouting Off at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 Central, all renewed and happy. And we'll be back because there will be lots more to spout off about here on Spouting Off.